0: This broadcast is a live feed via internet on blogtalkradio slash loudmouthradio.com. Connect with us on facebook.com slash loudmouth online. Remember, loudmouth is with two D's. And like our page, feel free to post questions and comments on loudmouth radio, the page on blogtalk and follow our upcoming broadcasts. This show is a sponsor by Atlantacarfinders.com, Atlanta's number one referral car source. We're also happy to have our premier sponsor on Loudmouth Radio Network, which is Digimo Printing. Digimo Printing is offering all of our listeners at Loudmouth an offer of the month of May. 1,000 flyers for $80. Design fee is extra. And get 10 free 11 by 17 posters. You can also get 250 business cards for $25. Again, design fee is extra. Call 770-506-2996. We're also excited to have Fletcher & Sons 2 Auto Repair. They're located at 7363 Terra Boulevard in Jonesboro, Georgia. You can reach them at 770-471-0116. They are offering all of our listeners, remember you must be a listener in order to receive the deal, a complete AC system service check, Full charge of AC system which includes leak diagnostic check only for seventy five dollars. This offer is good until may thirty first, twenty thirteen. It's not valid with any other offer. Fletcher and Sons two Auto Repair is a full auto repair and service both domestic and foreign vehicles. See their video on Loudmouth TV. If you are hot, make sure to give them a call, 770-471-0116. And now, in the studio with our host, Sunny.
1: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to In the Studio with Sunny. I'm your host, Sabrina Sunny Spoonsmith, smith giving you a awesome show tonight. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio Network. We are broadcasting live via Internet at loudmouthradio.com. We want to thank all of our sponsors for participating in this broadcast and sponsoring our network and believing in our mission to empower, inspire, and entertain. This show, once again, is sponsored by AtlanticCardFinders.com. Digimo Printing, and Fletcher & Sons Auto Repair. Let these businesses help you get your business off the ground as well as keep your vehicle in motion. This broadcast is going to be awesome. We are actually broadcasting out of the Metro Atlanta area, and we are excited about this new show. I'm very excited about this new show. I have been on air each and every week with all my fantastic hosts. And tonight makes my first official night on air As in the studio with Sonny And I'm just really excited about um, The direction that we're going And where things are headed And you know if it's not for you the audience Listening in and tuning in and sharing And telling other people that we're on air And doing what we're doing we wouldn't be here So it's so important that um, We wrap around you and try to touch on things That's important in your life And makes a difference in your day So this broadcast itself is uh, something special because we've already um, have exceeded our own expectations Um, I I started this network with Night Talk Live with JL King and um, the Night Talk Live show started out on Thursday nights and it just progressed by the fourth show we were 10 plus thousand listeners from our live broadcast and our archive show so this is so important that you know just how special you are to us and that Radio, Whether it's internet radio, public radio, um, regular syndicated radio None of these shows matter unless people are listening, tuning in Giving opinions, giving their feelings in regards to things that make a difference to them And at the same time, feeling like they can take away something And feel like they've gotten something from another person And that's what we're looking to do as a network So I'm so excited to hear everybody tuning in to In the Studio This show itself is going to be dedicated to bringing... Pure inspiration, entertainment, and empowerment all in one But most importantly, I want to be able to bring people that you may see on a day-to-day basis On your TV, or you hear them on your, uh, on your radio um, You see them on your internet, because the internet has taken over People are now um, watching the majority of a lot of television online So uh, you have people that are becoming personalities that you normally wouldn't see um, you know, stepping up and becoming a brand So, you know, as a brand, uh, Loudmouth is uh, really geared up Our shows have been going Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays So i become the new slot in on Wednesday night. So I'm really excited about in the studio And um, to my audience, um, I'm going to just kind of give you a little bit of insight about Loudmouth And, you know, where, where we're going as a network Initially, um, it's been um, about three months We've been broadcasting, and uh, during this broadcast, you know, each night we've had some some fantastic uh, discussions, different topics, and, um, you know, we want to make sure that we keep pushing forward. So what I want to do right now at this moment is let you know that you can actually chat with us online. I'm opening up my chat box so you can actually um, say things and and, and post things. And um, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, um, we're we're out there. We're on Tumblr. We're, we're we're doing it. So we want to make sure you're connecting with us. So if you're able, while you're listening to this broadcast, go ahead and tweet at Loudmouth, and that's Loudmouth with two D's, L O U D D M O U T H. Additionally, if you're on Facebook, we're on Facebook. We're live at Loudmouth Online, and that allows you to like our page, follow the things that we got going on, and most importantly, you can go directly to Loudmouth Radio archive our shows if you miss this show live you can actually archive it 24 7 so if you're at work and you're in one of those jobs where you can actually sit and have your headphones on or you over there sneaking your headphones in with your bluetooth and you listen that's even that's even better so we can be discreet for you <laughs> so just don't get caught because um i i can't um uh, i can't help you out if you get you know you get busted you try to blame it on us we just here to empower you don't be trying to get us caught in your pickle you know what i'm saying So uh, tonight we're going to have an awesome show. Um, It's important to me that um, we are connected in, in, in so many facets. So during our broadcast, you really hear us talking about all the different ways that you can connect with us. We give you the social media, even on Blog Talk. If you go... To our Loudmouth Radio page You can follow us And what will automatically happen Every time we're going on air We'll send you out a little tweet um, We'll send you out an email message reminder And um, make sure you know that we, we're getting it in So tonight is awesome for us To have um, Tyler Perry's cast on this show um, And I'm going to talk about a little bit more As we go on As well as the whole, uh, my, my guests that are coming on They'll definitely give you some plugs And understanding what's what it takes, and what's happening behind the set of things. And most importantly, I think a lot of times, um, you know, I live in Atlanta. Metro Atlanta has been growing in leaps and bounds. I've been here since uh, 2005, and when I came up here, um, I had a vision in regards to what I thought my business would be. And um, I actually, I worked for a Fortune, Fortune 500 company, um, and, you know, like most of us, you know, clock in and clock out, go over there, do a job, get it in. Uh, but for me, you know, like a lot of us, I deal, I dealt with people. And um, for me, I used to work in telecom and, and sales, pretty much sales and marketing has been my baby for a very long time. So I would, in the course of a day, talk to, I don't know, 50 to 75 people um, trying to deal with different matters that affected their lives, whether it was their personal or their uh, business lines in regards to telecommunications. So our world has uh, just compiled into a digital world. So for all my people that are listening, I know um, I had this conversation with a few people, um, and I hear people make comments about using social networking, and they talk about how some people have this statement of saying how Facebook is, is bad and, or you know I don't like social networking because people be intrusive and all these other things. Our world has opened up. Y'all don't remember that movie Enemy of the State? Y'all thought Will Smith was he take that movie for a reason? Cause that was happening. Fool, it's been going on for a long time. Big Brother has been watching us. He he probably hit me right now. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't said nothing wrong. So if you are tapping in my line, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. That's all right. But you see, you just got to know. See, when you can admit things, it makes it easy for you to deal with. When you don't admit things, that's when you get caught, and then you get scared, and then you be running, and then you be like, what's going on? Because you don't know what's happening because you didn't know the big brother was listening the whole time, so that's on your own fault. Okay, I wasn't rambling. So anyway, (laughs) um, back to what I was saying. Social media, digital media, all of these things have become an elevated world for us, so no longer can we make an excuse and say we can't make connections. I've always had this belief that we're only six degrees of uh, separation. So these people that I'm having on this show tonight, yes, they are, um, you know, quote unquote, they're, they're in Hollywood, they're they're doing their thing, um, but they're they're just like you and I. They have they have desires, they have vision, they have things that um, that push them. They have families, they have. Um, you know, they have loved ones, they have people that may not feel or, or see them in the light in which a lot of other people see them. So they have to deal with these obstacles and things of of day to day life. And I think sometimes in the in the public eye we might get caught in a situation where we don't recognize what we consider celebrities or something like that as real people. So a lot of times um our opinions of people um shift and and, and we don't allow ourselves to um, think that, you know, they could be within reach. But what I'm saying with that is, like, social media has allowed us to uh, interact and connect with people who we probably normally would not have, you know, over 10 years ago. And so because of that, um, you've seen a lot of different types of relationships happen. You've seen um, entertainment change. Uh, You know, reality shows are popping up left and right. And, you know, that's really a segment of people, you know, you really stepping into people's lives and seeing things that maybe you normally wouldn't see behind closed doors. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I just think that it's a wonderful thing for us to be able to communicate with you guys as a network on the internet. You know, by far I won't say that if if if, if tomorrow permitted somebody tapped me on my shoulder and said, Hey, Sonny, let's let's put you on um uh Steve Harvey's network this week and and I ain't. Now I listen, now people listen. Don't start nothing. Don't, don't be starting no lies. Don't be starting no rumors. I, I just listen to what I said. I said. Now I won't say that if they were to tap me on my shoulder, I wouldn't consider to get on air uh, with them. But I think that um, you know our platform. Even though we're you know we're we're at a starting point and we're making making some steps. I think that it's wonderful that we can actually broadcast and, and and talk and share things and communicate things with the world. So with the you know with this platform being online and and, and providing internet radio and providing entertainment and and uh, inspiration and education and things of that nature is impactful. So you know myself and. Uh, Jazzy, who's my Tuesday night uh, personality, Roderick, that's my Monday night personality, JL, that's on Thursday, and Sadiqa, who will be coming in on Friday. These people recognize and see um, the ability for them to make a difference and and, and to impact their worlds, whether it's a neighbor or somebody that is in a whole other country. So this show itself, um, I think, is going to be a – well, not a – I think. I know it's going to be an uplift to someone listening tonight. And, uh, you know, I, so with this being my first show, I am I produce these other shows, so I'll be on my hosts <laughs> on that guy. I'm sure I get on their nerves. You know, they don't want to tell me. <laughs> but uh, I, I really try to uh, work with them in regards to formatting things. They do a wonderful job on their topics and, and, and getting their guests and who they want to have to um, help them get the word of, of message out. But I think that um, as we're progressing, uh, these guys have just shown me even more why it's so important that God has put it in my heart to do this. And, you know, to be able to work with talented people is so important. So this cast tonight that's coming on air, they work together. Um, they're coming from different worlds. I'm I'm really excited. You know, I didn't have any real heavy pre-op conversation with them before I made contact with them. So they're getting on. They, they're just going to come from the hip, and I'm sure they're going to come from the heart. And I just really look forward to you guys uh, meeting these people, hearing about them. Hopefully you'll become supporters and follow them. And, you know, if they tweet something, if, you know, tweet them back. Give them some, some form of inspiration. Let them know that what they're doing is something awesome. And, uh, you know, for my people that are, you know, African-American that are listening to this program, it's so important that, you know, we keep a face on television, okay? So, you know, there's been a lot of movement in the entertainment industry. is constantly moving in the entertainment industry, and we want to make sure that we are able to still see shows that provide, you know, humor and, and, and things of that nature, but it still allows us to have a presence. So, um, you know, outlets like radio, television, all these things are so important. So I think that we're getting closer to that time for us to start bringing some people in. And I want to invite you to call in at 347-826-7520. That allows you to call into our studio line, and we'll be able to hear you and talk to you and allow you to post questions and comments. And if you're on Facebook, on Twitter, if you want something to say something, go ahead and hit us up. It's at Loudmouth on Twitter. And um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash loudmouthonline. And uh, I know I have one of my guests already in the line, so I'm going to go ahead and bring them on in. And without further ado, uh, my guest for tonight would be uh, actress and comedian Coco Brown. Uh, i got a smooth brother that's coming on, man. This guy's an actor, a director, a writer, I was looking at this dude credits and I was trying to copy. I tried to print this stuff. off, man, I almost ran out of ink. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk. We're gonna to talk to this gentleman in just a second, as well as an actress uh, by the name of Miss Kiki Haynes. And uh, Mr. Kent Falcon is um, who I was just speaking of. And um, we're just gonna kind of let this uh, this whole show flow. So I wanna say uh, greetings to my guests tonight. How are you?
2: Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. How hey,
1: Kiki. Yes. Hey, darling, how are you?
3: I'm good. I'm really good. I'm excited to go for Weekend.
1: I know, right? It's, it's Memorial Day weekend, and it's it's not real hot in Atlanta just yet, knocking on wood. I'm being grateful about, you know, we complain about stuff, and next thing you know it'll be 200 degrees outside. <laughs>
2: uh, how's, I guess cause, how's it going? I guess, cause I'm
3: from, I guess I've been living in the West Coast. I feel like this is... Uh, <laughs> This it's is still like the sweat this just crawling hot, on I'm it. <laughs> <This is not laughs> Don't. Hot. I wasn't scared before. Now you just got me
1: scared. No, you know what? Girl, I ain't gonna even lie to you. It gets hot as hell here, so you just prepare yourself right now. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you can get away with it, try try to wear as less as possible, but still be you know decent because they will stop you on the street. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, and,
2: I, do. yes <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes I do.
1: ma'am. Yes, ma'am, and I think we got our uh, our, our supportive guest coming in. Let me bring the I'm open these lines up, Kiki. Hold on one second. Is this my brother, Ken?
4: How you feeling, Doctor? How you feeling?
1: Hey,
3: sweetie, how you hey, doing? Lady.
4: good, good. Can you hear me all right?
1: We can hear you great, Kiki. Can you hear me?
3: I can. Hi, Ken.
1: Hey, darling. How are you?
3: I'm
2: good.
1: Audience, right, you hear them talking to each other like they ain't seen each other in forever.
2: We just say <laughs> yesterday. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! And um, we got one more candidate that's going to be on the line with us, and that's going to be Miss Coco Brown. And these guys are awesome cast members for Tyler Perry Show, for better or worse, that is currently running. Um, what has been currently running on TBS?
2: Right,
4: right,
1: right. And
4: uh, and yeah, exactly, exactly. And then we're making a big move in the
1: fall. What you say? And if you guys haven't haven't heard uh Tyler has uh made a he he put his chest – he put his he put his king and his bishop on the chess table. And he just consistently <laughs> said, "Well, we're going to go ahead and make a power move and uh Tyler Perry has now uh joined up with
2: own. That's right he there.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. you, you get to sound the like
1: water? Yeah, a little crackly. I'm, I'm sounding a little crackly.
3: Yeah,
1: you it sound you, like yeah. Really? I don't know. That's weird. How about I, I hear you guys loud and clear, and then huh. I'm the one that's sounds like I'm a little crashly, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: getting, I'm getting, um, I'm getting, like, it, it's very, uh, very jumbled, but I can hear you. Okay, right. can you hear me better now?
5: Oh, yes, yeah, much
3: better. There you go. Okay. I don't know, guys. Let's we'll cool. see that. Hey, you know, technical things can
1: happen, will happen. You know how that goes. You guys are working on set constantly. So we <laughs> keep
2: going. Oh, my God. Right.
1: So, guys, I, I, I was just telling the audience before you guys were coming in, and uh, we were talking about um, just how uh, interactive and engaging our world has become. and. Mm-hmm. uh Through the mixture of social media, you know, and and dealing with the Internet and having the ability uh, to communicate, um, you know, it it has far, far, far beyond words progressed over the last 10 years. And, um, you know, you guys now, I I know that when I um, contacted you guys and I told you I was going to make sure I put you guys' information up, which is like your Twitter, so uh, Kiki and Kent, um, you guys both, uh, interact both, more, a lot with your Twitter, I'm sure, with your with your fans.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Kiki's more the queen of it than I am. I'm uh I'm, I'm so I've Been off for about a month or so. and I'm trying to get back in the uh, get back in the groove and hit back at people. So anybody listening, you know, forgive me. I'm 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 back on it now. Okay, that's what's well, So I thank
1: would you say Kiki? To... I know uh,
4: he's so
3: sweet. I thank him for that compliment because he knows that actually I was very off the grid uh, two years ago. In fact, I have to thank TDS for schooling me and getting me started in uh, Twitter. I had a Facebook page, but I wasn't really active. And, you know, Kiki, you know, me, myself, I used to be very, very shy and anti-social media because I'm very private. But for right. the last years, I've learned to embrace it because I realize the power that it has in terms of, you know, uh, networking, definitely, you know, getting feedback from fans. And I mean, my last two movie offers came from social media, from a director who, you know, had been watching my work and following me. And so, you know. Oh, yeah, Kiki girl, say that one more time. What happened now? What happened?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I'm sad. My last two movie offers came through social media. Uh, a director wow. followed me and been keeping up with my work. Uh, he and I connected um, on Facebook. And what I've done also, which helps, is now all the social media, I guess, are now working together where it's hard to keep up with each individual one. So now, as you probably know, like I have my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram all connected. So that way, you there know, you whenever I'm... So it So it, it makes it easy for people to keep up with you. And definitely being an actress in entertainment, you know, I'm only as good as my next job. And,
2: exactly. And um, it,
3: it, 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 keep, it keeps the lines open. It keeps the, the flow going. So I've learned – Embraced it, but I, I have to be honest, I didn't for a long time. Exactly, and and you made
1: a very valid point. People, um, matter of fact, let me back up. My 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 uh, hosts, my my media personalities on this network with me. Sometimes they look at me and they're like, "Shani, oh my God, we got like five different." They were like, "Oh my God, I gotta say at Twitter, I gotta say at Instagram, I gotta say at Tumblr, at Facebook." <laughs> like literally before I got on air. Uh, I was talking to Jasmine. She's like, oh, my God, we got so much. We see all these different things. And what people don't realize is that, um, you know, like, Kiki, you said, well, I'm not big on Facebook. I'm more on Twitter. And you got some people that are, you know, pro one and not as much the other. And then you have some that that follow it all. And, you know, it's so important. Yeah, you know, it's so important, like you said, professionally Um, you know, even though it's what they call a social network, it's still important to be able to have yourself gauged. And if you're doing things um, and you're trying to make moves, you need to kind of have yourself accessible. You know, would you agree?
4: No, I I would definitely agree. And I I think it also allows people to, you know, feel like they have some stake in in your success, you know, in terms of being able to reach out and support and uh, so that they, you know, have a more immediate connection with you. And then you got, you know, more people... More intimately pulling for you and, and being supportive of the things that you're doing, you know. Um, exactly. One of the things I was cautious of, and I, I, I think they've straightened it out, was you know with the whole Instagram saying. I know there was some, some some pushback when you know Instagram had made that deal where you know the agreement was that they could use your photos in marketing and advertising, not necessarily you know have your permission. If you you know took some great shot of you you know, in front of a rainbow and you happen to have a Coca-Cola can in your hand, you know, that they could, in theory, you know, use that shot sell Coke. And I was like, ooh, I don't Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, I was
2: like, I don't know.
4: And I know there was a lot hold of pushback, on now. But... <laughs> I, I didn't know that, but,
3: you know, I just started
2: Instagram last week. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, now you don't scare it, Kiki.
1: She's like, oh, oh Jesus, no. wait a minute, hold on. She's <laughs> no, no, like, no. wait a minute, did you just say what?
4: <laughs> no, Rewind. I think there was a yeah, there was a big pushback about that, and I I, I think that it got straightened out. It was about two or three months ago that you know was a big brouhaha about it, and that made me slow my roll on that. And I was like, ooh, I don't I don't know about that, you know, you know, I, I, that's that's our value right there is our image. And wow. So,
1: now, how long did that? How long ago did that happen? Uh. I'd have to go
4: back and Google it, but if I remember, it, it was about two and a half, three months ago, when it was a big little dust up about the whole Instagram privacy policy and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, you know because you, buy, you know, go ahead. Yeah, a lot ahead, of ahead. celebrities
4: were were dropping. You know, they were they just thinking. You know, a lot of you know celebrities were like, no, this is how I make money is with my image. I just can't sign it away. So,
2: right, right,
4: right. You got to protect my, yourself now. Exactly. My recollection is that they did straighten it out, but, you know, I, I need to do, you know, to confirm that. But I, I do remember there was a controversy. Wow. Now, see,
3: I have to say that here it is, That I'm in the industry hard. I'm on a very amazing, you know, television show right now. And I feel like I'm the last of the Mohegans to find out stuff because here it is. I started my Instagram because I feel like I've been getting bullied by my industry peers that, you know, you need to get on Instagram. You got to get on Instagram, 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 oh, wow. Instagram. And I'm like, listen, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Like, why do I have to start, you know, doing pictures? But, you know, from what they're telling me, uh-huh. Instagram, like the new, you know, Ford magazine. And so yeah, I'm like,
6: a- <laughs> <laughs> and now, me, she's like, you know, I'm under pressure. This is a lot
3: of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> pressure. I can't I can't get it right,
4: Sonny. I can't get it right. <laughs> oh, and then now somebody's telling me to get on something called Vine. You guys, get to that? Wait a minute, what's it called? called Vine. And it's Vine. kind of like, it's Vine, but it's like Instagram, but instead of uh, pictures, it's videos. It's 10-second videos that you, you know, post up. And
6: everybody's like, yo, man, you ain't up on this. That's the big thing, man. You got to get on Vine. <laughs> I was like, Are you hey, kidding? Ken got oh, me. I'm about to be Inspector Gadget over here. Now, see, I, I
1: heard a new you. Vine, but I'm like, okay, Vine? Vine, hmm. right? You know what this well,
6: I know is, You
2: know what this
3: is? Some of this is definitely, you know, especially if you are a professional in terms of, you know, networking. But some of it is just how how nosy can we be in your life and in your business? We're <laughs> giving you pictures. Now you want 10-second video, realty?
1: <laughs> well, I know there's this app called Social Cam that allows you to, to, to you know, to, to post uh, videos into your social media aspect.
2: Right, But, right.
1: you know, what? You know, I'm going to tell you guys, like, what's crazy is, like, you know, because I'm like you know, my, my, my background is just stressed all over the place, man. I'm I talk about Ken. I'm like, man, I was trying to I was trying to write my bio the other day. I said, uh-uh, I kept putting the pencil down. I was like, this don't make no sense.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Literally um, you know, when you're dealing with social media, like there's like three or four hundred different next things that is there. You know what I mean? And like, every time you turn around, there's something new that has, you know, presented itself. So you you, you try to keep up with everything, but it's like, you know, you, you basically go with what you see that's happening in the trending. As you say, things start trending. So Facebook, Twitter, but, you know, Kiki, you made a point. My cousin, he has a clothing line called Fashion Geek, and he's blowing up really hard with Urban Wear and he told me like three, four months ago, he was like, because 'cause I'm telling you, he said Instagram is gonna knock Twitter off. And if you think about it, it's because of the fact that, that people have mobile phones. So everybody has their cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So literally, you know, people are taking phone you know, taking pictures constantly. So when I'm right there and I can just share it and then with Instagram <clears> and I'm gonna give you a little head up, Kiki. So Instagram, Kiki. you can put your uh post into Facebook and Twitter.
3: Well, no, I, From hey, Instagram. hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm way ahead of you. See, I must be doing really good because I got that lesson last and that's exactly what I've been doing. I've been doing Okay, good, good job. I'm
1: proud of you. I'm proud of you, honey. Because you know we don't, <laughs> air. we don't want to bust you
2: out. <laughs> hey, guys, i think on. Hey, I was here, just about here. to say, peas <laughs> <the CC's> on. <laughs> I'm, okay.
6: here. I'm sorry, I was knee deep in a massage And realized what time it was, I'm sorry Oh no, yo oh, oh, No
2: ma'am. Oh, ma'am, no ma'am I'm about to talk about you real bad I was going to introduce
1: like, right. Oh yeah, oh, my back
6: was getting
1: back. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I forgot I had this appointment,
6: I'm laying here And it just hit me like, oh snap
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so discombobulated And I was, Kiki texted me I said, girl, it's Wednesday She was like, I said, hit me, if it is Wednesday I'm sorry
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm like talking to y'all. I'm speaking and texting her.
3: She's like, oh no, that's Wednesday. Oh, wait, it is Wednesday.
1: And I just posted <laughs> a message to her too because I looked up. I said, wait a minute, we're missing somebody. So I just said, I said, well, I, I, so I, I just made that
6: therapist stop rubbing me and say, look here, bro, give me about 10 minutes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> well, actually, you know what we were doing? Um, Co, we were we were talking about how we was gonna hack your Twitter
2: right oh, before Lord. you came home. Okay,
1: on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, spread a day
2: rumor.
6: it works. Okay, <laughs> well, Kiki was just
1: openly admitting how she um was was gonna be doing some snapshots with her Instagram and crossing it mm-hmm. over to her Vine and then intermingling in with Kent's Facebook. You know, we we just trying to keep up. Like, so we talk, we've been talking about social media and how there's just so much growth in regards to things. And Kent was kind of talking about this whole issue that Instagram had, where they was just just kind of breaking all kinds of infringement laws. And uh, oh. I, yeah, Are you you
6: yes. you're on
1: Instagram,
6: Coco? Yeah, I'm
1: I'm
3: I'm
6: on shoot Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, I was
3: about to say I it's like a
6: necessary evil in this now. business.
3: She is the social oh. media queen. <laughs> I know, everything right? first, and we'll. I wish
6: I could take credit, but I got a little geeky White boy working for me, honey. <laughs> Girl, okay, okay, he's
1: doing it, baby. Because when I tell you, Kiki, how about today? I was, uh, uh, I talked to Coco. We talked about I don't know about twelve o'clock today,
7: and yeah. uh, I
1: was tweeting a little bit earlier, and now I got Coco. She got Coco team. Brown, she got Coco. She got Mama Drama. She got
2: oh my, oh my god, no! I was like,
6: what you got to do? Okay. okay, you don't find me. It's funny, but you know it's funny because I've had a couple of fans create Twitter pages and Instagram pages for me that I didn't even know about until I saw them popping up on my Twitter line, and I was like, what's this? I didn't create this, and then I'm realizing it's like fans, like fans of Coco Brown. I'm like. Okay, I want to be mm-hmm. like, you know, touched by this, but the same token, I'm like, this is creepy.
1: Okay, and you know what? I'm I'm glad you made a point of it. I'm, I'm gonna say two things in that regard now, and I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you opinion on this. Two things, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a good side of it, and then I'm gonna kind of redirect this in the question of what you just said, Coco. I'm gonna use Oprah as an example. Now, Oprah has what she call, what which they call own ambassadors that have uh, started trending on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, own uh what, I I wanna say I know own ambassadors is, is big and what's happened is that people have you know, the Oprah fans, their their uh, network uh, you know, really support they support the network, they wanna see the network progress. So they mm-hmm. started this internal um own ambassadors on Twitter and what's happened is a friend of mine, Lonette Williams, um, he's doing his thing, he's he's uh he has a online um uh t v network like myself called three l w t v um and I'm just use lawnell as an example lanell had has had a desire to meet oprah like many of us have, and he you know would you know he was just really big on being a supporter he connected with other people that was another, like Toronto we have a young lady uh jaster in in Toronto she's following me following lawnell she's our own ambassador so what's happened Oprah has connected to these guys. You know, Lionel has now become a fixture
6: at Harper Productions, okay? <laughs>
1: He's constantly wow. in the studio with Oprah. They're tweeting each other, you know, they snapping pictures. He got the dog by the tail. You know what I'm
6: saying? He on the mm-hmm. couch. He's talking about well, in this the day and days off. age, You can become a star off the internet.
2: Thank mm-hmm. you. And and, and that yeah. was part of the staying we you were can, having. You
6: put, you put a good enough video on YouTube, you'll be a star tomorrow.
1: Is like spoken reasons. I don't know if you guys know this guy, spoken reason. He's yeah. become a hit on YouTube, a comedian out of Florida. You know, he's he just actually he's now done a, sh- a actual movie uh, with Sandra Bullock, I believe, is getting ready to come out. And you know, this young man just started doing What's videos. His name? Crazy. His name is What's Spoken name? Reasons. Like if you Google him, mm-hmm. Spoken like Reasons. He does like poetry
6: comedy. He does like the whole thing. He's been posting all his videos for a while. Cause I've run into him on the comedy circuit, and I didn't know right. if he was a comic or a poet or what. But everybody was saying this guy's got like two million, you know, three million hits on YouTube. But I'm like, what, you know? And it's, you know, it's crazy. It's like somehow you can create a niche. I mean, you know, it's, it's a particular comic in the game named Lil Duval that we all talk about. Lil Duval was was like just a regular comic like the rest of us, mm-hmm. but because he got ten million people following him on Twitter right now. This boy has his own show on M T V. He's hosting the Europe M T V awards. He's huge. And like he surpassed comics that have been doing it for twenty years. I mean, all because Yeah, of and this is, and
1: that's a friend of mine's brother. That's 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 their brother. Yeah,
6: you know, you exactly. Know. So it's like at this point with social media, if you know how to work the right angle, you can be huge. I mean I was just noticing today that somebody got a thousand friends You know, thousand followers and they're verified, and I'm like, dang, how many followers do I need to get to get a little blue check? Really, but Uh, (laughs) you could try to to go in the
1: back, you know, Coco,
6: and just try to paste it on there and see if it'll stick. I mean, seriously, because I'm like, okay, how many <laughs> people, you got nobodies anybody nobody ever heard of before who's sitting at home talking about knitting videos, and they verified, I'm like, really, what I got to do, kill somebody, what? Mm-hmm,
7: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm
4: waiting for. I'm going to try to find me a crime scene so I can get interviewed by the news, <laughs> and
5: then and I can
4: get auto-tuned,
5: and I'm going
4: to
1: be the to breaking women out of the, out
2: the house, Man, Make sure you say something
6: memorable, like you know, y'all and him used to eat barbecue together.
2: <laughs> exactly. We <laughs> you you know, joking you know. around,
3: we joking around, but it, it it happens. And what you're saying, Coco, about you know, like I'm watching this guy spoken spoken reasons now, and this other person. A lot of people have done this though. There's other comedians, there's other you know mm-hmm. uh, people who want to be a commentator, and they post videos. Really, the little girl who had the little never know, the song last know. summer
6: Saturday. Look at her now.
3: I'll, you just never know who's going to follow you, and I don't know why so many people get more followings than others. But I will say they, that I you know. Have, go ahead. Kim. I've spoken to I've spoken to executives sometimes, and mm-hmm. they're actually saying that in the social media world that we're in, sometimes when meetings of of, of who they want work with come up, the first thing they do is go to their different uh, social media sites. how yes. many followers. Oh, no, my agent
6: to told me that they, they did very much but that. You we got to build your followers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get, I get well, told that once a week.
3: I'm an agent, person in the world, but you got enough followers because what they see is they see dollar signs. They know that you have a
1: crowd
3: mm-hmm. you mm-hmm.
1: have a follow. You know, especially
3: good point, Kiki. You know,
1: even with these reality shows, you know, every 20 seconds somebody's trying to pitch something to a network. And you know, I got friends here right here in Atlanta. Um, you know, shouts out to my girls that's got T O W O A, for instance, the other women of Atlanta. They're doing that and they just shot a a pilot, and, and, you know, they got different networks talking to them and stuff like that. But the biggest thing is when you go into these networks, they want to already see you got a following. And, you know, what it all comes down to, guys, is is the business of it. And what has happened is that regular people have uh, understood that, you know, okay, I don't have NBC backing me. I don't have, you know, millions of dollars that's in my pocket, but I do have a desire to be heard, be seen or whatever. So they have actually taught the corporations, uh, you know, they chase them behind the A ball. They have re- they have taught them how to really initiate a brand through social media. You mm-hmm. know, think about the man that went to uh, um, uh, American Idol. That man was like 80 years old, talking about pants on the ground.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. remember his
1: name, but... Their foolishness, you know. You already know the man did not mm-hmm. qualify to even try out for <laughs> American Idol, but because they knew that that thing would be so hysterical and that it, mm-hmm. would, it would start creating a trend, they of course put it out there. And then Sweet Georgia Brown,
2: yep, you and know, <laughs> yeah. Oh my did. God, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. She's doing yep. movies now. Yeah, exactly. She doing
6: what?
2: Doing she's what? doing what? She's, she's
6: in one of Tyler's movies, though.
2: Wow uh, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you Kid like <laughs> damn Kid like no, man, man, man I did like 50 movies Kid like I
6: did like 50, I I I like, be in
2: like 50 movies I wrote like 30 scripts I acted in like 200 groups. And he got That's this chick over here How <laughs> oh, are you? Uh, I'm saying I she
1: might
6: need to sit my house off She's in Medea's Christmas Yes she is
2: Wow. Talking about you want to do you know? my house on fire tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. know, Dude, I'm going to
6: tell you. I'm going to tell you, Kent, real talk. can't look, why don't we just go ahead and make a sex tape?
2: And I see, you right? <laughs> <is. laughs>
6: Me and you will be blown up in a year, dog. Make a sex tape. Oh, God. First,
2: we got a got to try. Oh, my. God. Don't let it Coco, Coco you're Gotta
1: trying to get jumped now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't, can, can why are you playing? Out. Coco, trying to
6: get jumped. One of my friends, I'm
1: posting today's you, show. You, kiki, he's talking Kiki. I'm <laughs>
2: calling
6: kiki. in. Kiki, look, look, really, uh, look, we can do it all together. Kiki, 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 Kiki,
3: what I was going to say is that while y'all
6: doing it, I'm going to be the hostage in the other room. You're the hype man. you the hype man. Okay, you're the hype man. I'm going to just walk <laughs> through. I'm
3: going to be the stalker watching
1: y'all. That's all I'm going to do. I'm right. <laughs> stand in the window look. <laughs> I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, Why are you so playing? Fine. Kent got some real fans out there, girl. Coco, I'm trying to tell you. y'all posted some little info today. A friend of mine was like, oh, my God, I'm calling in Kent <laughs> so fine. She's called P H F I E O N. I
2: was
6: like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. We are, guys. Here's the one thing. Here's one thing that I think about. Yeah.
3: Here's one thing that I think about. I think about, I feel like right now we're in an era where whether it's the sweet Georgia Browns or, you know, I can't think of the the gentleman's name that, you know, discovered the hostages. Like, I I wonder. Charles Ramsey with that nappy hair. Yeah. How long is it gonna last? Because the one thing that, you know, I would like to believe is that the foundation of the craft that I built is gonna prayerfully give me a longevity in this business.
7: And when you when you when
3: you embark on a reality show, you know, everybody does everybody is not a Mini leap. Like Mimi has literally created a, a empire
2: mm-hmm. off,
3: but everybody doesn't mm-hmm. go that route. Many times people will become famous off of like one thing and they'll ride that way for a second and then that's it. So you know, I, I I feel like people see this, and yes, they're posting these YouTube videos and reality shows, or just trying to create nonsense to get attention. And you will, but how long will that last? And, then whatever, and how far will you go?
1: And oh my
3: goodness! So capitalize on that, you will go from oatmeal to lobster back to oatmeal real quick.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> so you better put some pounds away, right? Hold Who's on, you, we got to a caller, guys. Let's see who this is that wants to speak to us. Call you live. We're in the studio. I'm incognito.
2: you incognito?
1: Okay. <laughs> well, welcome, incognito. How are you this evening? Hello, hello.
3: This is Aunt Pam. Hi, Aunt Pam. Oh, hey, everybody say <laughs> hey to my Aunt Pam. Hi, Aunt I'm Pam. Pam. I thought you would recognize my voice. I had to take it. When you said you was incognito, I had to wait now.
1: I had to
3: wait. I like that last statement that the young lady made. It makes a lot of sense to someone my age because I'm tired of junk being put out there. They finally let us come in, and we have a lot to offer. We have a lot to offer. We come from kings and queens. We we are intelligent. We're innovators. We've done a lot to help this country grow. And I'm I'm just tired. Like she said, I'm just tired of the junk that's being thrown out there. Oh wow. That, that, that's
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
4: exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and you worry that if people are fed junk food for so long will they lose their appetite for steak, you know?
2: And
6: uh you don't either that honey, well, or you start falling out. You know, you look <laughs> at some of the programming that's on TV now. I mean we've we've already gotten to that point. You put out quality programming that's cancelled within a week. You put out garbage and it's only for ten years. Oh yeah. my God. Like
1: guys did you all hear about and, and you know, this ain't no disrespect, but um I wanna say with Charlie they had a a, a a reality series that 10, 10 baby mamas and 11 babies from oh, 10 baby okay. mamas. Yeah. And they gave no, that thing, and he tried to petition it. He tried to
3: petition
2: it to stay on air. Wow.
3: And, and let, let me say something to that. I hate baby mama. I hate
0: that. that title. Yeah.
3: yeah, I, I am yeah. too. Yes, you're either the father of the child or you're not. I hate it when they say, Well, I can't help it if you don't know who your baby
0: daddy is <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll
2: <talk. laughs> we'll talk.
0: Oh my god. Oh um, Pam is smoking.
1: Oh my god, guys. Um Pam, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in and speaking your justice, honey, and Everybody, yeah. you're listening to yeah. In the Studio with Sonny and our guest tonight, Coco Brown, actress and comedian, actor, writer, and director, Mr. Kent Falcon and Ms. I Kiki I love Hayes.
3: Love it. I'm so proud of, of him. I'm so proud of you. And just keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so you. much. Thank oh, so much. you all. Bye bye.
7: Bye-bye. I'm gonna
1: tell y'all man, this is the aunt everybody wants to have. She came to visit me last year, just adopted half from people in my church. Oh my Go god. Ahead. It's like when you see her, it's like you just want some apple pie, some ice cream. Aww. She just will warm you up. Oh. She'll give you a sugar, Aww. give you a love heart. Yeah, she's she's calling out of Maryland and we I just love her to death. Thank you, and oh, I'm sorry. Maryland. Okay,
6: okay. All right. okay. All right. I'm trying to
1: tell you guys. And uh, I want to take this time real quick, real quick. We have to make sure we uh, allow our supporters, our sponsors, who make things happen. Um, so we try to recognize our advertisers and sponsors on air. And this show is actually being broadcast and sponsored by Digimo Printing of Stockbridge, Georgia. Also, uh, Fletcher & Sons is located in Jonesboro. And AtlanticCarFinders.com, the number one car referral service. You can actually take a look at all of our different sponsors, right online at loudmouth.com, and you'll be able to follow them and make connection with them. And these guys are offering some fantastic things for our listeners, so we just want to ask that you take that time and find a great promotional offer for you, whether it be your card needing to be fixed or you need to get your branding together with Digimo Printing. So, guys, we're actually talking about...
6: You better pay the bills.
1: Girl, yes, I had to do that, honey. You saw that?
2: <laughs> I had to go <laughs> from Sunny <laughs> to <laughs> Sabrina Smith. I had to put y'all on <laughs> <a little> hold. <home. laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yes. You yes. know what? I-, I wanted to touch on something that your aunt just
3: said, and she said, you know, she's tired of she's okay, <laughs> are garbage. Which you know, not to be judgmental, but you know, everybody got to get their hustle on by whatever means that they they need to. But what I what I do see happening is a trend of, you know, Kent said. If people, what did you say? If they start getting fed, what, they'll lose the taste for steak? What, what did you say? Yeah, junk food, yeah. Taste pace junk food. Yeah. If they can't yeah, the junk food, food yeah. they'll lose the taste of steak. And I see that happening to the degree where now people are seeing, oh, so I don't have to aspire to be this. I can just go this route and I'll blow up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, if, that
2: means, if you yeah, go,
6: it's it, 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 very true. It's like if you go on the Internet right now, and you put in the word and you're going to see 10 million videos of people twerking, white, black, young, old, different countries, all because somebody said if you put a twerking here on YouTube, you could blow up. And it's true. And it's, and, and, wow. and it's scary.
3: Like, I have to tell you one example. When I, was, when I was down here last year shooting season two, I was in Atlanta Station with my mother. And I was at one of the kiosks looking at some earrings, and this woman walked up to me and you know, I thought she was going to ask me, "Oh, hey, are you, you know, the actress from you know Tyler Perry Show, or whatever?" And she said, "Are you one of the Atlanta Housewives?" And I looked at her, and
2: <laughs> the way the her eyes that lit point.
3: up when she asked me, without being rude, it was like that's something to aspire to
0: be—is to be somebody's housewife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Well, you know what? Speaking mm-hmm. of that, let's 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 turn this corner real quick, guys, because. You know, one of the things that's important to me is that, you know, this show, for better or worse, that Tyler has been producing and going to the third season, which is moving from TBS to own TV network in the fall, um, this show was uh, spent off of uh, Why Did I Get Married and those characters, Angela and Marcus, which is played by Tasha Smith, who I think is my distant cousin, (laughs) 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 and then uh, Michael Jai White um that plays Marcus and I I, I wanna kinda of speak mm-hmm. on your okay. you guys, your characters really quickly. And how um, you know, a play on words here, how um, you know, you guys are um a successful sitcom that's been running and you're going into mm-hmm. another season. And um I think before you guys got on air I was just speaking how important it is that we maintain as African American community, you know, um shows like this that, you know, that stays on major networks. And, um, you know, I, I kind of want to give each one of y'all the opportunity to speak about your character and what your character does within the show. So whoever would like to go right. first.
4: Oh, uh, well, I'll dive in, and then I'll, I'll just leave it to the ladies after that. You know, I play uh, Richard Ellington on the show, and uh, Kiki actually plays Keisha, uh, my current wife. And, uh, you know,
6: <laughs>
2: my character... <laughs>
6: Uh, uh, logic, uh, I'm laughing because you, uh, right. you said current. Okay, Richard, you got to be pimping on the show.
4: I see. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, you uh, current, like you got one in the wings. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kent. Yeah. Well, as you guys see, the upcoming season is going to be off the chain. Off the chain. Yeah. But uh, mm. yeah, Keep telling so he's telling the team, like, honey. Go
2: ahead.
4: There you go. So uh, <laughs> he's a partner uh, in this uh, sports. TV show with uh, Michael J's character Marcus and Jason Allen's character Joseph, and uh, you know it's three black men. And I remember even when I was auditioning for the show with Tyler, I remember coming in and I was talking to him because it, with the audition scene I was like, uh, the audition was seeing with my character dressing down one of the other guys, you know, saying you you, you got to get your stuff together. This is our business, right? And so I was asking Tyler. I said, listen, I said I, I take it. I understand that he's the boss because my character is CFO. I said, but the guy he's talking to, because we didn't know all the details of the show and relationships at that point, I was like, but I get the feeling that they're boys outside of the office, because you talk to your boy differently, you know, at the workplace, mm-hmm. he's still your boy, you know, you ain't going to just dress him down, you know, but you you know, just tell him what he needs to know. He said, no, he said, matter of fact, they're going to be partners. They're all partners. He said, there's three sure. black entrepreneurs. He said, anybody seen that on TV before? Hmm. Um, and he turned to his, you know, wow. one of the guys right there to, to make a note that that's the direction he was going to go in. And so these three mm-hmm. black men are successful. Yes, they are. They are ex athletes, but you know now they're in the, you know, they they are they're businessmen, and you know they're mm-hmm. trying to be, you know, upstanding. And that's one of the things that Tyler was, you know, adamant about. One of the messages that he wanted to see, you know, black men and women uh, in business for themselves, you know, taking care of business. Right, um, so that, you know, that yeah, so that's that's kind of what my character is about, you know, on that show, being the CFO of the company, and uh, and and this upcoming season, you know, the fellows are getting to they have a lot of fun. We get, to, you know, get a little zany and crazy like the ladies do. So it's, uh, uh, I think it's going to oh, be real right, hot.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You ain't gonna be a Chipperdale on one of them
2: episodes, or anything? Are you gonna? No. It's, 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 it's still early It's still early Oh my god I would put but it down we we, You don't know, we ain't
3: see all the scripts yeah, You never know
1: exactly. You never know where the inspiration yeah. comes from
6: No, not at all honey <laughs> Oh my
1: god
2: So that you is awesome
1: poke. Now let me ask you this Kent As far as your character in, You know, the character in the show you know, do you feel like you, yourself as a person in regards to this character? Do you feel any connection or similar, you know, similar, you know, aspects of your personality and the personality that you play?
6: Uh,
4: I think the closest thing I think that my character and the Richard character I play is that, you know, I consider myself a you know a responsible dude, and and that's one thing about this character that you know he tries to be a responsible cat. Uh, in the last season storyline when uh. He, he thinks uh, when he finds out, or he thinks that Marcus is not going to take child to continue to pay child support for uh, the child that uh, Keisha and Marcus character have together. You know, he steps mm-hmm. up to you know I'm, I'm going to take care of that little girl. You know, uh, I I kind of want to pride myself that that's the kind of brother that I am. Uh, okay. the Other stuff, yeah. You know, I, he has more patience than I probably do in terms of the things, some of the things that he's enduring. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but uh, I would
1: say so that somebody might different. get Jaf slapped just a minute, you know. Hey man, you
4: know,
2: <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> At a certain point, it's like, okay, you know, I, I try to stay cool because it's like, you know, what's my boy uh, David Banner? He's, a, you know, you don't like me when I'm angry. It's just that uh-huh. on off switch. You know, let's just keep cool. Let's keep it cool. Let's break keep it, it cool. Man, he ain't
2: breaking down the David Banner. All right.
1: All right. Well, Oh, I know that's
2: right. So Kiki, um, your role, Keisha. Let's, let's uh, yes. talk
3: about my, your character. My role is, my, Woo! My role is Keisha, who, uh, like Kent said, I'm um, the the I well, it's it's two parts. I am currently the wife of Kent's character, Richard Ellington, and I'm also the ex girlfriend of his business partner, uh, played by Michael J. White, which is Marcus. Mm. So. I'm not only his ex-girlfriend, but I'm also the mother of his daughter. Which now, actually, I, I retract that. Now we actually found out that he has been the acting father of my daughter for the last 14 years of her life, and now we found out that he is not biologically her father. So, um, Ooh, it's, talking about twists, yeah, um, I must say that this is the most um, this is the most challenging but most fun role that I've ever gotten because you know. Keisha is nothing at all like me, and I literally get to play. I also get to dive into, um, you know, the psyche of what, what makes a woman get so bitter and vindictive and make some of the decisions that mm. Keisha makes. You know, a lot of times, you know, when – I'm the villain of the show, and a lot of times when somebody has, you know, <laughs> a very selfish attitude, very, uh, you know, bitchy Not attitude – Right. people mm-hmm. think that they're just that and i know that right. it's not that it it stems from someplace and i think that if there's anything that i could relate to in my character is that you know she's 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 broken hearted you know and i think all of us as women at some point have you know been hurt by somebody that we really love and you know instead of her channeling that energy in a positive way She didn't want to process it, and so her way is just, you know what, I'm going to get back at everybody and make everybody else's life miserable because I'm miserable. And then I think also she does care about Marcus. I think that she thought it was going to be, that she was going to get married to him, and I think Mm -hmm. that um, because he married somebody else, as you know, which is Tasha's character, Angela,
2: she never
3: got the validation from him that she needs, which doesn't even allow her to, to be grateful for a wonderful man like Richard Ellington, played by Kent. This man does everything wrong. Wow. You know what I mean? Which he you provides a them. lot of in the real world today. But, honey, but, say but she's so busy worrying about the man before, which is Marcus, she can't even appreciate what's in front of her. What's in front of her.
1: Say it again.
2: So, um, Girl, I feel like um, Kiki
1: just did a mediation on that thing. Did she just snap somebody neck? I, at <laughs> <laughs> well, I
3: mean, oh, my
1: God. Know,
3: the, 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 we, this is season three, you know, and I think as, a, as, a, as, a, as an actor, you, it, it's up to you to find the layers in your character. And so I didn't want to play her just one note. I wanted to make her human, and I wanted to, you know, find some truth in it. So, you know, depending on the day, you know, Keisha can be caring, but another day she can just literally cut everybody in the room. And it's not that she don't like nobody. It's because she's in a super high protective, nobody's going to hurt me, nobody's going to you know, so it's out all
1: internal, head. it's all from her it's
3: perspective. But she just puts it yes. ter- to an outward
6: perspective.
1: She puts on, on the, the
3: front, people. she puts on the face. Every time she steps out, whether she's going to a party or to sh- supermarket, she's in stiletto heels, mini skirt, makeup, hair, she's always sly, and a lot of times when people are doing that, they're covering up something. Mm
1: hmm. Point taken. You're absolutely right. And I think, you know, guys, your characters and the relationship that you you guys are talking about in the character is what people. I mean, this is real stuff. This this is things that people are dealing with for real every day, and you know sometimes people miss the mark. You know, you guys are playing the character, but you also find your you find the ability to find what's behind the motives and the reasons why they're acting the way they're acting, so that you can portray that. Yeah. Them, you know, and, and, um, and but you got I'll people in the real about- world that don't that they haven't figured that out.
4: Right. And I'll say this is one thing, you know, that Tyler actually said explicitly was that, you know, he wanted the show, yes, to be entertaining, but he also wanted it to be a a vehicle for learning. He said, you you know, our people aren't the first to try to go get some help when it comes to either dealing with relationships or their own internal struggles or what have you you know, we'll sit around and, you know, just suffer in our own loneliness or what have you. He says, oh, if, if he can put out some type of an example of either how to handle a situation or maybe not how to handle a situation, that, you know, that the show will serve a greater purpose other than, the, mm-hmm. you know, to have folks sitting around chuckling. And that, that was one of his, I won't say ministries, but that was definitely one of his, his part of his mission for this show. Right in terms right. of couples dealing with their things and also individuals, you know, in terms of what they're dealing with, that, you know, that was explicitly conscious on his part that, that that's what he would want to be about for the show.
1: Okay. So, guys, you feel like, and you, from the point, you know, all of you guys have been with the show since it started. So have you guys seen the progression, you know, as as you guys have been shooting um, that direction change um, from season to season?
3: Definitely. I-
2: Oh, my oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah absolutely, yeah.
4: absolutely, yeah. exactly. You can look at the Marcus and Angela. You know, they they were really the fire plugs of that first season,
5: and mm-hmm. to see them
4: sort of develop and grow into a real healthy, supportive relationship and marriage of one another, and considerate of each other's feelings. You know, trying to check themselves in terms of. You know how they used to behave and what they used to do, and you know, Lord knows how. And man, back in the day, I would do X, Y, and Z, but I'm trying to be better about this. And exactly.
6: That, and well, I yeah,
4: think that, we all have
1: had that, that, that. Like, man, you know, you yeah. tell somebody quick, somebody try. You like, man, you just, you caught me five years earlier, exactly. <laughs> 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 you know what? <Yeah, laughs>
4: you know, <all laughs> different story, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Coco,
2: babe, your role.
6: Yeah. My 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 girl here, Coco Brown. <laughs>
2: Oh, Jennifer, Lord. okay, give it up, give it up. <laughs>
6: Jennifer's, a, Jennifer's a piece of work, honey. Jennifer's a piece of work. <laughs> she's that cousin that grew up in the project that comes home to friend reunions and you wish to God she didn't show up. Okay, no, I mean, you know, Jennifer is that, that ride or die. She is going to say what she means, means what she says, and she has no tact. She's going to say it exactly how it comes out and unapologetically, you know. I mean, she's a single mom. She's down for her kids, she doesn't take no mess. But, you know, sometimes she can get a little extra and rowdy, you know, where it's not necessarily all the extraness, but I think it just comes from a good place, you know, because she loves with that uh, her defenses are up. And she's like, okay, I'm going to get you before you get me, and sometimes she doesn't have to be that way. But, you know, Jennifer, Jennifer's that lovable homegirl that you just love to hang around but you can't take nowhere. Oh
2: my God! <laughs> yeah, we all have him.
6: We be like, you
1: know,
6: oh yeah, girl, that's the salad. Well, cool. well. well said. <laughs> you know, well said. Well you, know, well you love it, you love
1: it to death, but you can't take it
6: nowhere. You know, as, <laughs> as I say that terminology that day together. Right, you know, she's she's you know. She, she she's one of the people that, you know, she probably didn't mean to be ghetto, but it just happens that way because she just has no tact when it comes to what she's <laughs> it's, it's The queen is saying the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong people.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So, Cole, you know, like I asked these guys, what, do you feel your connection to your character, you know, do you feel a big difference in some aspects? Any
6: connections where you're similar? Well, you know, life is imitated art with my character. You know, when I started playing, you know, Jennifer, I was married. And now, you know, I'm going through a divorce. I'm a single mom. So I can relate a lot more to Jennifer now because I know what it's like to raise your child, you know, by yourself right. or, you know, being a single mom. So, you know, I haven't had the opportunity yet to deal with my kids on the show, but I'm pretty sure it's probably going to have a different element and a different feel this time because I can actually relate to it. Um, okay, cool. And, and, uh, that's cool. You know, and then you know the similarity I mean, yeah, Coco Brown's gonna say some crap that may be out of pocket, but she comes from a good place, so that's the similarity between me and Jennifer. You know, my true self, the person only a few people know, that's my government name. Uh, she got a little bit more tapped than that. <laughs> She's a little bit, okay. A little bit more, inspired, more resolved, Okay. The Coco Brown, no, Coco Brown and Jennifer Chulio want to say, let i put it out there. Yeah, uh, one woman would say, "You got a little more
1: coos, honey. You got a little more cool.
6: Yeah, yeah. You know, the the the, the, the me that's you know the government name that the social attached attached to, uh, she's a little bit more bougie. I <laughs> know oh, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, guys, uh, we have a caller that would like to uh, chime in, call you on live within the studio.
7: Hi, Sonny. It's Rod.
1: Hey, Rod. How are you? I'm great, guys. And, and, and to all my guests, this is my Monday night personality, Mr. Roger Walkers. I knew he couldn't hold his no, honey. He does a show on Monday <laughs> night called The Universal Mind, and he talks about personal development, spirituality, relationships, meditation. So you know his knees was over there shaking while y'all were talking, right? <laughs> Aww,
7: hi, Roger. Hi, TQ. Hi, Coco. Hi, Kit. Hi, Roger. Uh, how you doing, baby? Hey, what's up,
1: man?
7: What's up? Hey, His name I'm is actually Roderick,
1: guys. I'm going to make sure we, we hear him clear. It's Roderick.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I said Roger, okay. Roderick.
7: Uh, no problem. Thank you. Thank you, Sonny. Um, I've watched the show, and I do enjoy it. Uh, Kiki, I really loved your explanation of your character. Uh, I don't think a lot of times people understand, um, you know, it, it's hard dealing emotionally with uh, some of the problems that we deal with, and so often we might reflect our anger or what they call sideways anger, where you uh, put issues onto other people or express them outwardly instead of dealing with them internally. Um, Yeah. What I wanted to ask you guys is you were, um, as I was listening to the show, I noticed uh, Kent made up uh, or iterated the statement about uh, junk food or, you know, preferring junk food over steak. And how do you feel, or how do you guys feel, and this is to all of you, uh, this show helps elevate the black community? How does it help
6: elevate the how, black how community? Does yeah, how,
7: how does it? Yeah, how do you feel that this show helps elevate the black community? Uh, well, let me jump in with this. You
4: know, I the, this has been an interesting thing for me to watch as a writer-director to see, you know, what Tyler is, is trying to do with the show and and also its evolution because uh you know when he, when we first started the show you know i i had to give him mad props as an artist that he was going he was trying to do something different you know our mm-hmm. first season he was trying to do a real dramedy in the sense that you know we weren't trying to deal with a live audience and laughter that it was just it was going to be he was trying to go for something a little more uh, more intimate and and personal
1: and and mm-hmm. I was like,
4: wow, this is very very different for him. And I was like, you know, you know, because he could have easily made another House of Pain, another Meet the Browns, or whatever. But he was, you know, as like as an artist, like, man, you you got all the success, you could probably just duplicate it, but right. you to try something different, right? So the the evolution of that and and like I said, some of the characters that he was trying to bring to screen, you know, the black entrepreneurs, uh, right. you know, black affluent black folks, you know, nobody was money wasn't the problem. You know, the problems were mm-hmm. coming from within and personalities, and so it was trying to show, you know, something different. None of us were necessarily in the, you know, it, it wasn't about music and this, that, and the other. And, and, yes, there was sports in our background, but that's not where, you know, our true success was lying. So I think those were images that he was trying to put out. And mm-hmm. and as the show sort of evolved, you know, the sort of interpersonal character humor just started to develop that, I think it just naturally gravitated more to the traditional sitcom setting. And I, and I think as you see this third season coming up, it's it really has gelled in terms of the way these characters are relating to each other, the genuine sort of warmth. There's, you know, there's developing Better
1: relationships, that's great.
4: Yeah, I think there's real brotherhood displayed on this show, which, you know, uh-huh. I, I, can't, I can't see that you can turn the TV and really see that anywhere where you see brothers having each other's back and, and, and doing that kind of thing. Uh, I just don't know where that is on TV right now. Uh, right, and then and also, and also, you know, real sisters, you know, who are I think maybe there may be a few more opportunities to see that. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe like Army wives or something like that, where you can just kind of see some sort of female camaraderie or whatever. But when it comes to black men, you know, being together, mm-hmm. you know, they boys and they in business. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know where you're gonna find find that on the dial. You know, so uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm thinking how this show is hopefully a positive influence for, for our people, and, and and the audience responded. I mean, like our second season, you know, we were the number one rated scripted show on cable, uh, and I, I thought that was, you know, amazing, and, you know, I hope it can grow and, you know, people will continue to follow us to own and really see how I, I, I know that the show is even probably ten times better uh, in, in what we've already been shooting so far. It's just been really off the chain.
7: Uh, well, continued success to You guys and the show uh, Appreciate you taking thank my question And congratulations on your show tonight uh, Jazzy, you just came right off the block system hard. Now we gotta have Some fabulous guests like you have On the show tonight So appreciate you guys Have a good evening I'm you. <laughs> All right,
2: man Thanks, Rod and, You can you know, give me like. Okay,
1: he, you know what? It's, it's awesome. Thanks, Rob, for for uh, posing that question.
3: And also, okay. thank you Roger, for your compliment on on my explanation. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Roger, there.
7: Uh, yeah, yeah. You're welcome, Kiki.
3: <laughs> thank
1: you. <laughs> Yeah, that brother he holds a, a master's degree in psychology, you probably can hear that already, right? <laughs> so um thanks Rod. I mean, you know, this is
7: <clears throat> I'm
1: I'm gonna state this point and another one of our um listeners would like to chime in. Um, you know, this this show has been awesome to just see it progress and develop and I'm glad that it's still running. So you know the things that you're sharing. You know a lot of times the audience is seeing what they're seeing, but to be able to have a little more insight, it helps you know a lot of your fan base to to be able to have even a bigger and better relation, you know. And um, it helps them to develop more relationship with the characters. Right, right, you
3: know, right.
4: And, and one, th- th- soul, you know? and one thing that I
3: just I wanted to, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to add. I think Kent did a wonderful job, you know, with explaining the direction of the show and. Um, in terms of positive influence, you know, I think it's obvious that because my character is a villain of the show that I am the least positive person. But I I think that, you know, truth sometimes hurts. And even though Uh, I'm playing Keisha as a villain, we have a lot of Keishas that are out there. You know what I mean? We have a lot of uh, women who are in that situation. And I always tell people that anything, you know, every character is not somebody who is positive that you should follow. I always. Well, don't make the decisions that I make. Because if you see, when you don't deal with your hurt, when you don't you know, make the right decisions, you keep going down this rabbit hole So that Keisha is really doing right now. So if anything, use my character as an example of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, I know I I can think of four on the top of my head of Keisha's, or you know what I mean, or just elements of mm-hmm. her who are making some of the same decisions. And although, yes, she looks beautiful, she looks happy she looks perfected inside she is torn apart and so many things just raggedy baby just raggedy raggedy, raggedy. <laughs> and you know i think some people are so into cutting up this front like everything is okay but it's really not you know inside they're they're dying inside and um you know i, I think it you know yes it hurts to deal with our pains and our insecurities and you know mm-hmm. but it's, i think it's, you're better off dealing with that than than trying to mask all of that nonsense
6: Yes. Like, I mean, I think it's the same thing with a Jennifer. You know, well, people can say what they want about, you know, here we go, this, you know, the loud big chick, the ghetto chick or whatever, but you can't go anywhere in any black community and not meet a Jennifer. And mm-hmm. people don't realize that Jennifer, that, how many single mothers out here who are bitter as hell because the man that they loved and trusted and gave a child to betrayed them and left them hanging. And they were given no wow. but to raise their children and do what they had to do. So, you know, before you judge, know that you are probably standing next to a Jennifer right now. You know, and, and Jennifer and may and not be able to act the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: And right. finds her way through that pain through you. Exactly.
2: you know, able to exactly. smile and exactly. crack a exactly. joke
4: about it and and keep it moving. And that's, right. I, I, really I mean,
6: that's really how I mean, black folks have survived
2: through. Absolutely. Jennifer's I mean, one of the biggest. And
6: everything else. Ex- exactly. One of the biggest similarities between me and Jennifer is that what I'm hurting the most is when you'll find me joking the most.
1: Tell the truth, Jerry. Tell the
3: truth, girl, true.
6: and that's a
2: real talk. You've been true. through
3: humor. You've been through humor, and Keisha, I'm part of this new generation that's on this. F everybody. I'm gonna get mine by all means necessary. I'm gonna inflict um, the pain that I'm feeling. Yes, yeah, um, man. Go exactly. get them, Go me. get them, girl. Exactly. By all costs. Exactly. All
0: costs. Mm-hmm. Everybody
3: mm-hmm. has to suffer now because I'm suffering. Exactly. exactly. We
6: gotta.
3: We gotta that's call. a call. call. Go ahead and chime that's on that's in.
0: Okay, so like I really wanted to ask a question, but you guys have already answered it. So thank you. Good night. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hi everybody. Hi everybody. I I wanted to ask a question that you guys pretty much have answered, and that was: those characters oftentimes reflect what you may or may not see or feel. But you've already really answered it so beautifully. Well, okay. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Just, you know, what was your question? Patterns. What was your question? I, I wanted, wanted to, just <laughs> everything that you guys just said, like, oh. how does the depiction of your characters reflect um, things that you may have already experienced or things that you may see in our community? And everything everybody just said basically answered. I was in the background going, mm, that is so good. Yeah, mm. Mm. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Um, <laughs> <I
1: don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just Jazzy is our Tuesday night. Oh, my God. Yeah. She, I'm telling you, when I tell you these guys, like, Jazzy's my social activist life coach. She's my Tuesday night show, The Bare Truth. And her show stems around love, life, sex, and flowers. And, yeah, when I tell you, girl, each week I just be ready to see what she's going to tell me. She's on a show on sex trafficking, adult breastfeeding. Oh my what? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: she found she found this 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 video. Strange sex where this man had a erectile dysfunction. He started sucking his wife's breast to the him. You know what I mean? I'm like what the?
6: What in the this world? Is <laughs> is this is real stuff. This is real stuff. The
1: today. <laughs> and then she found an ice cream shop in England where the people were serving breast milk ice cream.
0: That's me. I do that. Mm-hmm. So, wow. wow. you just never okay. know what you may hear. <laughs> wow, wow, okay, I'm just, wow.
6: <laughs> you mean I could have been pumping these things and making money? Uh, yeah. Girl, yes. Girl, you, you can, can archive all, all I show. Yeah. There is bad
1: material on there. I'm just going to tell you
6: all yeah. right now. I'm about to go check my freezer. See if there's a left-hand I'm to tell
0: you. I'm to tell you. You better watch the ice cream you're buying.
4: Wow. Oh, my God. A little lactate and cookies and cream, my goodness. Oh, my
2: God.
0: It's <laughs> always, this is so creamy. I love your ice cream. Really? <laughs> exactly. Guys, I'm going to really. go off, but I do want to say thank you so much for what you give to the community. Um, you have oh, made strides way beyond what some of us could, you know, hope to do. Um, and you very much have given some of our younger Um, kids that are looking to go into your industry, something to aspire to do. So I really appreciate you, and thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, thank you so much. Thank
3: you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys,
1: thank you, Jazzy, for giving the input. And and one of the things, when I was formatting the show and getting ready for the show, um, I said I just needed spirit to kind of give me a little bit of a direction in regards to Something that I wanted to just kind of present to you guys and kind of give you feedback because you're in an industry that's tough um you know everybody's not an actor, you know everybody well, I'm not gonna say that, but everybody's not able to achieve the level in which um you know your success has allowed you to get to and but in the same light, um you know that doesn't take away from anybody that's you know striving to be a doctor or a teacher
2: mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a better big brother.
1: You know, um, so the word that really came into my spirit uh, this afternoon as I was preparing for the show was perseverance. And, um, you know, the, the whole thing about it, and, and I think it was just something, even in my in my own um, silent voice, I think that kind of came in my own ears in regards to myself and the walk that I'm taking right now. And I looked at the uh, definition um, of perseverance, and it, 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 it kind of really um, – gave good purpose in regards to why I wanted to present this and ask, uh, you know, something in regards to you guys. But it says, steady, persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. And uh, also the noun in theology, it says, continuance in a state of grace to the end, leading to internal salvation. And um, what I, I, I wanted to say with this, I, I think that all of us, have had things that have happened in our life personally, professionally, and, um, you know, in, even in our future, we'll have situations and things that's going to challenge us. So what I wanted to ask you guys mm-hmm. just to kind of give, you know, to our audience today was just um, a, a little bit of where you've had to, to, to come to a point in yourself in at some point in your, in your life as a professional, where, you know, you knew where you wanted to be or you knew you had something that you wanted to do, or, you know, in, in some instances, maybe you thought something was going to be one way and it turned to be something else.
7: You know, how did you <laughs>
1: persevere through it? Well, I, let me let me jump in because, uh,
4: unfortunately, I'm going to have to uh, bounce in about five I know minutes. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you, you know, every, anytime I speak to anybody about, you know, oh, I want to, you know, be in this business or whatever, the first thing I would say to them, listen, this is a marathon. It ain't a sprint, you know, and that there is no overnight success. I mean, some of that is kind of not quite true with, like, we talk about all that social media and how somebody can blow up overnight. No,
6: it's not true for us. Yeah, but
4: the ones that, yeah, you may blow up overnight and be gone overnight, too. But the ones that have been (laughs) here and going to be here, you know, it has taken a minute. You may discover Mm -hmm. somebody overnight, like, oh, I didn't know this cat, But just dig a little bit, like, oh, man, they've been around for a minute, you know, knocking at it. And uh, I I was one of those that I was blessed to kind of know that this is kind of what I wanted to do. Uh, I mean, you know, four or five years old, being at my grandmother's house in a little tiny town, watching on Saturday night. It used to be Love Boat Fantasy Island. And I was looking at the TV going, I don't know exactly
7: what that is,
4: but that's something I think I could do. And and I just pursued it. And, and you want to and say I, the
1: plane? You want to say the plane? The
4: plane kid? Oh, man! And God had <laughs> just smiled on me that you know you fast forward twenty years later, uh, when they brought back uh, the new Love Boat, Love Boat, the Next Waves. Uh, I got cast as a, a guest lead on there playing Phil Morris's younger brother. And oh, you know wow. my storyline. Yeah, that my 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 wife had died a few years earlier, and I still was grieving. So you know bring him on the Love Boat, get him out of his funk, right? But I mm-hmm. remember being on that set we were, they shot up in this studio up in Canoga Park here out in LA and I just I was on the promenade deck and I I had one of those moments where I looked around and I was like, I oh, be damn, you know.
2: Little you know, mm-hmm. little
4: kid from North Carolina, you know, I made it into the T V, you know, I'm on the damn love North boat. North Carolina and, and, yeah. As as cheesy as that was, that was my, you know, affirmation and, and that was a twenty year journey and, you know, mm-hmm. God has, and mm-hmm. it can keep going and it's just And and no matter what your struggle is, I always encourage you, just do one thing that's a part of what you do. If you're an actor, you're a writer, comedian or whatever, just do one little thing. Did I send out an email? Did I, you know, did I do a monologue in the mirror? Did I, you know, send out a headshot? You know, did I try a new joke on the brother in line at Starbucks? You know, just something that reminds you that this is what my journey is. Just one little thing every day. Just, mm-hmm. just you know, despite you working your day job or whatever it is that you know you got to eat and keep you know clothes on your back, right? Uh, your dream will stay alive that you keep feeding that thing. Just, just one little thing.
2: So yeah. that's that's, oh,
4: that's my testimony on that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Deacon Kent. We're gonna see you next Sunday at the church dinner. I appreciate you today.
2: Listen,
1: guys, I hate to, to, to jump off, uh,
4: but I thank you so much for having me on. Uh my sister's there going to hold it down. Okay, Kent, go uh, ahead real quick before you jump off air. Tell them how yeah. they
1: can find you through social media.
7: Yeah,
4: so yeah, hit me on Twitter, uh, at Kent Falcon, uh, just like it's spelled, K E N T S A U L C O N. And, uh, you know, Facebook, you know, Kent Falcon, the fan page, the regular page, hit me up, I'm there, I ain't hiding um,
1: I know that's and right. uh, yeah,
4: so you know, look out for the new season. I'm you know I'm trying to I'm developing a couple other projects. The, you know, my last film that I directed came out on DVD about two years ago now. So I'm I'm getting that itch to get back in the director's chair. So you know, nice. trying to pull, pull some things together and you know make it happen. But right now, you know, I'm just you know loving life and loving being with uh, Coco and Kiki and the rest of the gang. You know, it's just been
5: the been truly one of
4: the biggest blessings in my life. So I'm just. uh I'm just thankful to God. You know, He blessed the brother mightily on this so far.
3: Papa you know what he you you so he's doing? i make us audition He gonna, gonna make us come into the audition room and audition for a part. Oh, <laughs> okay. He, you
2: he, he well, not offer us the role. I, don't don't look, I wish, I wish <laughs> you would. I would. I was like you. that audition oh. for all your colleagues. <laughs> oh, that is like you.
6: What I'm gonna do with this sex tape?
1: Okay. <laughs> I was just—I was gonna uh, drop it in the draw box, but I just felt like walking in.
6: Yeah, you bet not! i was like, "What you think? I got an audition, brother? What you going do with your sex tape?" Second. Oh <laughs> my
2: God!
4: Just blow up your nah, Why don't you? Ain't no I just, you know. Y- y'all in mind before the pen hit the paper, you know, before the keys oh, yeah. fingers hit the keys on the keyboard of the script, you know, you're already oh, in mind. You Thank
6: control you. Okay, can't. I'll go home and burn it. All right, baby. Thanks, Ken. All right,
4: darling.
1: All right, I darling. see you next week. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ken. That guy's awesome. I'm telling you guys, man, you get an opportunity to look at this guy, man. He has had an awesome career, and he's got an awesome future ahead of him. Thanks, Kent, for coming on so much, guys. Yes, thanks, and, yeah, we got Miss Brown, and we got Miss Haynes left. Come on, Cole, tell us a little bit about your perseverance. Give me, give me some. Well, you
6: know, you know, my journey's been different. I've never... You know, in to me years I'd be where I am right now. You know, when I was coming up, you know, acting was a hobby. It was something you did, you know, part-time or as a hobby. You know, I got raised up one of those southern families that you went to college, you got married, you had babies, that was your life. So mm-hmm. when I told my mother that I was going to be a stand-up comic, the, the look on her face was, you're going to do a what, you know? <laughs> and so... It's only because I wasn't married yet, you know, I didn't, I didn't have kids or whatever, you know, she was at me like, you going to be like, we need to be a stand-up comic, and she thought it was a phase. Fast forward 16 years later, I'm still a stand-up comic, and now I'm acting too, and it's a different story she's singing now. She's uh, singing a different story now because, you know, she's mm-hmm. on TV and she can brag to her friends on the deaconess board that, you know, you've seen my baby commercial and all that. But Exactly.
7: It was,
6: you know, I had to deal with, you know, a lot of adversity of, of not going – of going against the grain from how I was raised, you know, Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't something that was uh, encouraged because it just was so, you know, just unrealistic and unfeasible. So, you know, I've, you know, I I just, when I got bit by the bug, you know, it was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I feel like God gave me a gift, you know, all this time I've been making people laugh, you know, I'm thinking, "I, I can get paid for this, you know, and then when people were telling me I was good and I began to pursue it and I quit my day job and I went head first in, you know, and when I moved to LA, you know, when I moved to LA, I moved with a development deal. And as I was flying cross country, my development deal fell apart. So when I turned mm-hmm. out in LA, I was told my management company, my development deal, everything was gone. So i was standing there with my wow. U-Haul, no deal, you know, got to find a place to live. I mean, it was just crazy. And, Something just said, God wouldn't have brought you this far if he was going to drop you off. And that's always just been my motto and something that, my, one of my affirmations that I wake up with every day, that God wouldn't take me, you know, to it's it if hard. I could it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, 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 I, that's just something I live by. And, you know, it's just, I remember I was seriously thinking about, I had in a panic went back to school and got my master's degree in secondary education because in the middle of my comedy career, because things just wasn't seeming to pan out. I was in L.A. I was auditioning. You know, I was constantly on the road to make money to pay my rent in L.A., so I was never there to audition. That was $30,000 a month. Exactly, right. Exactly. And, you know, I just decided, you know, I'm just going to go back to school, get my degree in education. They always need teachers no matter where you go. Let me do this. And in the midst of me getting that degree, things began to really start to change. And, I still got my degree and graduated summa cum laude. Thank you very much. Okay, <laughs> give it up. Give it up, boo, give it up. I thought I was the to but, <laughs> that was great. You know, but it's crazy because, you know, right when I was getting ready to quit, I mean, when I tell you I was packing my things in my apartment in Glendale in California, and I was telling my mom, you know, I put in some applications in Newport News and, and Hampton City Schools. I was coming home. I said, I've, I've, I've given it enough time. You know, I'm ready to go in a different direction. That is when I met my current agent who got me in the room to Tyler Perry, to audition for a better or worse. Wonderful. and it's like my whole life has changed since that show. I mean, it's and it's still elements of it that are that are that are, you know, new to me and I'm learning it and a lot of right. things. I haven't I haven't made it. No, I, and I'll never have that mentality because that's when you get cocky and you can arrogant. it, that's when you think you've made
1: yeah.
6: so I I'll never I'll never think I made it. I know that because I'm too hard on myself to begin with. It. But you know, I just thank God that I, I remember the day that I was sitting in my living room in my little studio, was like one bedroom apartment in Glendale, and I was packing my stuff. And I just sat there and I threw my hands up and I said, "You know what, God? If you're gonna do something, you better do it now because I'm leaving." And no, I and fine. I thought to myself, "Am I being this cocky?" But I remember my grandmother. Nellie, she, she and I were very close, and she used to always say, and I thought it was the craziest statement in the world. She says, "Sometimes you got to call God out." Okay, challenge. And I used
2: to, and
6: I used to like, what does that mean? Like, call God out? Like, scream on God? And she's like, "No, you got to call him out. You say you're gonna take care of me. You say you're gonna give me what I need. You're gonna bless me, right? Well, do it." And I used to always right. think she was crazy for that. And I remember the day I did that, and literally like two weeks later, I met my agent at a comedy show. Like a month later, I was in Atlanta auditioning for Tyler Perry. It was like everything just changed. And I said, "Wow, I took my hands off of it." And I realized that's why everything began to
3: change. I took my hands off of it and I let God handle it. Hey, Coco,
1: that was around the time that we met. I remember, and, mm-hmm. and I remember we we were at Uptown, and um, and you just said to me graciously, "You said, you know what, son? You like drop your audition tape off. You know what I'm saying? Go, you know, go go ahead and and just do it. You know and um, you know, to hear you and to see you, you know, from that point to this point, I'm just in total awe. And, you know, I, I, I thank God for you to, to be able
6: to see, you know, someone just thank continue you, to keep excelling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, Like, God's been good at this little girl. And even though I got, you know, <laughs> okay. got to a couple of blows, you know, because, you know, I didn't expect my marriage to fall apart. i love to be a married, you know. But, you know right. what, in the midst of that bull. That's h s h i t. I got the hugest blessing of my life. I have a beautiful, wonderful, healthy, happy little boy that loves his mm-hmm. mama. And you know what? That's why I can't regret it. I'll never be bitter, and I'm just keep it moving. Exactly. I had a gratitude in it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. No I love, love it. Crap, I got the biggest blessing.
1: And that's awesome. And you're right. You know, I have a friend of mine that's dealing with that same thing. And sometimes we have to have that little check, and I have to tell her, I said, but you know what, you got two beautiful children out of this union. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a purpose and a reason. And when we hey, can find reason, the gratitude in it. lifetime, honey. Right. When we can find it the gratitude serious. in it. I had to kind of give myself this check, like, about two to three weeks ago myself. And I I was like, why is it that i have a day where I'm feeling so good and feeling so great, and then the next day I'm around here thinking that somebody's going to jump me? And it's like I wasn't realizing I'm not finding gratitude even in the midst of the challenge, you know. Sometimes yeah. we allow the situation
6: of what's happening to overshadow
1: where right. you can still find
6: gratitude. So,
2: okay. I, I, well, trust and believe. Yeah. I'm
6: not I'm not putting it out there, but you know the situation. And trust and believe, honey. I could easily be bitter, angry, and want to kill everybody on this planet for what I've I'm I'm been but you know what? I refuse because I look at my little boy every day and I realize, you know what, in the midst of mess came the biggest blessing I've ever done. I know that's
1: right, sweetheart. And you know, and that's awesome and you know, I'm 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 grateful that you guys are sharing this with us, you know, with the audience and everything. So, um Kiki, uh before you go, I'm gonna just interject real quick for my sponsors real quick, I wanna recognize them. Um, you guys are listening into the uh, Loud House Radio Network in the studio with Sonny. I'm just so grateful tonight for everyone listening and tuning in. If you've been following us, you know, follow us at Loudmouth Mouth with two Ds. You can feel free to chat online with us. we got our open chat line going on right now. So if you want to say something, even if you don't want to, to talk, but you physically want to pose something, go ahead and drop it in. I'll make sure we recognize it online. And uh, this broadcast is being sponsored by Digimo Printing. Uh, 5365 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia, and they're offering our listeners an opportunity to get some great uh, premier design and print where you can get 1,000 flyers for 80 bucks, and get 10 free 11 by 17 posters. Design fee is extra, and you also can get 250 business cards for $25, and if you need design work, that would be extra. You can contact them at 770-506-2996 and... They're also online at Digimo Printing, and these guys are awesome. They designed um, my different show theme flyers. Uh, these guys have also done graphics for the B C Show game, so they're awesome. They do very good work, um, and we also want to recognize our other sponsor, Fletcher & Sons, on 7363 Terra Boulevard in Jonesboro. They're offering our listeners a complete AC system check for your vehicle. It's getting hot. It's humid. You don't want to be around ticking and, and, and blowing like the little engine that could. Seventy-five dollars. They will fully charge your system, check it for leaks, make sure you ain't tweaking all the way down the street, <laughs> and that offer is good to May thirty-first, two thousand eighteen. It's not valid with any other offer. These guys are full auto repair ASE certified mechanics. They do with domestic and foreign vehicles, and you can see their video right on our network on loudmouthtv.com. dot com. So check those guys out. And um, we are still on the line with Miss Kiki Haynes and Miss Coca Brown. That is. Part of the cast of Four, Better or Worse, the Tyler Perry series that's moving on in the fall, and we're talking about perseverance. And you know, Miss Brown just gave a fantastic testament in regards to persevering. So now we're gonna have Kiki.
3: You got the floor, darling. I, do, and, uh, I uh, first of all, I, I have to go pretty soon to myself. Okay. Actually, uh, I'm gonna make it quick, about but wrap you know, sure. I, I, I I'm 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 because it's amazing how similar our stories are in terms of literally going through so many obstacles and having the odds lined up against us, and literally in that moment trusting God and, and literally releasing it. And Coco's heard me, you know, tell my story. And, and one of the things that have come out of this newfound notoriety is, you know, I've been blessed to have the ability to, you know, do speaking engagements. And all I do, literally, Sonny, is tell my story. And, you know, in my story, you know, I've I've wanted to be an actress. I know Ken talked about when he was a little kid. I I knew as early as sixth grade. And uh, different things have happened along my life where, you know, I was blessed to get some wonderful opportunities, and there were times that I thought I was getting close to, you know, a breakthrough. Because, you know, as an actor, like Ken said, it doesn't both of us, all three of us actually said, it's not overnight. You know, you plant your seeds, you plant your seeds, you do your classes, your independent films, you know, if you're fortunate to do commercials, you know, you, you just, you plays. you just try to do all that you can, and then along the way, you know, you're, you're introduced to the right casting director or the right director or sometimes the right project that you think is going to introduce you in a, in a bigger light, and when that happens, when you get so close over and over again, it can be discouraging. And then on right. top of that, you know, you go through heartache, you go through financial strain, you know, you, you lose friends, you know, you, it's like you, life, life can literally beat you down. And it's right. interesting that Coco shared her testimony about what her life was like before the show because very similar to her, three months, if not two months, um, before I booked the show, I had walked away from this business because mm. I I was done. I was emotionally, financially, I was in a place where it was like I I needed to step away and just just make sure that Kiki was okay because I was feeling right. overlooked. I was feeling like you know I actually was feeling like you know maybe the the the, the blessing that I thought was going to happen for me maybe it's not for me I was seeing a change in the industry um I had recently got out of a breakup that really really crushed my spirits it just just it just I was I was depleted but not to the degree to where I still didn't have a strong faith in God. And I remember specifically praying, like, okay, God, I really believe in my life that you gave me this talent for a reason, and I believe that, you know, I, I'm not supposed you. to honor you by, by right, by living in it. But right now, as a grown woman, things are not going well, and I need to step back for a moment and get me together. But I'm trusting that if something comes along that is that is uh, meant for me, that you will effortlessly align it up so that I'll get it. And I say that because by me truly letting go. And I think, you know, Coco said that when you really let something go, because all of us have dreams, but when you uh-huh. let something go, whether it's your career, a love, whatever that thing is, if it's meant for you, it will really come back. And, right. you know, I I, I literally just I tapped into um my faith and I was praying harder than I ever had. I was, you know, physically getting myself in order, doing a cleanse. I had found this... Uh, newfound career that had nothing to do with anything that I had ever before I was working for a big salon company as a consultant and so and then also I was starting to just be grateful even for everything that was going wrong in my life I had to find something to be grateful for and I started to just look around and see all of the good things that I had and literally uh, like I said two three months later I got a call on a Monday afternoon Mm -hmm. Monday night excuse me I was coming home from work from a casting director and uh I hadn't heard from this woman in about a good year and a half, and she told me, uh, asked me was I available to come into an audition the next afternoon, and uh, I went into the audition at uh, 4.20. Now,
1: now find Kiki, were you were you still in Los Angeles at the time?
3: I was still in Los Angeles, but as I said, I had completely walked away from the business, so I had no agent, no manager, and I didn't know what was going on in terms of the current uh, auditions because I kind of stepped away. So I was back in that Okay. And so this passing director, I actually met her when I first moved to L.A. in 2004, and she and I developed a wonderful friendship. And you know how sometimes, you know, life just takes its course and people that, you know, you're cool with a year <laughs> can go by and you just hear from each other. And mm-hmm. so she called me out of the blue one day and was like, hey, are you around? I got this project that I'm auditioning for. Are you available, you know, the next afternoon? And come to find out, the audition was for this project. I went in at 420. I had no idea that when I got there, Tyler Perry was going to be there. And, wow. I, you know, you talk about, you know, how do you, what do you do with your obstacles and things that you go through? Honestly, to me, all of the pain and the struggle, the disappointment, that stuff actually made me a better actress. because I, I yeah, have, That's right. I, preparing. I
6: absolutely.
2: Have, it, it makes yeah, that's tough
3: skin, honey. It, it allows yeah. you to bring out, you know, the different range of emotions that's behind all of the, you know, the isms. And so mm-hmm. when I walked into that room with everything that I dealt with earlier that year, Tyler saw probably 100 faces of Kiki Haynes in that room that day, and I gave it all I got in that audition. And I gave it not even knowing that he was going to be there. It just was a bonus that he was there because two hours later I got a call that I booked the part. Oh, right. Mm-hmm.
0: That's and awesome. I, God is I awesome, have, right? Dropped on the floor.
3: I was not ready for it. They asked me, Was I prepared to go to Atlanta? And, you know, I'm hearing these words, but I'm not really understanding. But I'm.
2: It ain't registered to it. yet. <laughs>
3: 24 hours later, I found myself on an 1159 flight on my way to Atlanta to Tyler Perry Studios. So, in a matter of three days, my life changed. Compl- mm-hmm. Like 72 hours. My life is so different now than it was before that. And it, it took me giving it up. It took me giving it up, being grateful for what I had, because I think God knew that now that all this is happening. Like Coco said, I, I still ain't made it. I'm still trying to make it. I still have doors that are closed. But I'm, if I if I believe in my heart that I was grateful before, but I am ten times more grateful now for everything that's happening and just, you know, I. I just humble and just, you know, like, this can go away at any day. So for
1: right now. Right. That's, that's so important like, to be humble oh yeah, and recognize oh yeah. that. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. you guys know that we're still developing. We're still, as long as we continue to be creative creatures,
2: we're still moving
1: forward. It's when we stop oh and yeah. we become, uh, you know, uh, still is when we lose. And how you say, Coco, people feel like they make it. And then they think exactly. that everything else oh, That's
6: how you get cocky and arrogant. Yeah. You, you, you and you lose. You start getting delusions of grandeur and believing your own hype. You've got to always keep yourself in the position where uh, I still got to do better. I still got more work to do. But well, yeah. I hate to interject really quick, but I really got to go. This massage therapist has been gracious, and I need to go. <laughs> home, <girl. laughs>
2: God, thank you <laughs> this so is much. I know. This is, this thank you been so been much, awesome.
6: Sunny girl. love you to death. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Kiki. I will see you tomorrow, I think. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, you know, to everybody out there, please continue to you know listen to Loud Enough Radio and support my girl Sunny. And um, drop you find me on Twitter under that's Cocoa Brown twenty two. That's C O C O A Brown twenty two. Thank you. And Kiki, give your uh,
1: Twitter also, sweetheart.
3: Okay, well, I'm gonna get my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram, because I'm new on it. <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm finally on Instagram. Um, my Twitter is I am Kiki Haynes, so um am, and then my name Kiki Haynes. My Instagram is just at Kiki Haynes, and then of course, you know, Facebook, you can find me by my name. And uh, I've been very, very, very proud of myself in terms of keeping up and keeping everybody abreast of what's going on. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at getting back to people, people's com- you know, people's comments, compliments, questions. Um, I don't have a little geeky white boy like Coco has just yet. Working <laughs> up, uh, <laughs> yeah, Girl, I'm trying now, to give me about
2: three or four of them. I <laughs> even said it wasn't her because at times i be working with her and i get a tweet from
3: her. And I'm like, but she didn't do nothing. I didn't see her fingers move on her phone. So I knew she had somebody in the back. In the, in the yeah, she had that nose thing happening going on. Yes, yeah. But, um, no, that's what you can find I me. Mean, thank you so much, Sunny, for inviting me on the show. Thank you for inviting the cast. And, um, yeah, this thank is you thing so And, I
1: mean, look, I know you're the last Mohican, but share with the audience um what's happening as far, really quickly with the with the show going to the new network and, you know, how should they tune in going into the next season.
3: Okay, well, um, all we all know is that we are – Uh, Our current season that we're shooting right now is going to be on own. We don't know exactly when we're going to premiere. It's going to be in the fall sometime. So I will definitely keep you posted as to when. And um, you know, when it does drop, I think that this season honestly is the best of all three because the storylines are definitely at at a heightened place. We all very comfortable and well aware of our characters, and I think this year everybody is just giving it their all. We are bringing it all. I'm loving it. I'm loving it.
1: Hopefully maybe I'll see you guys on set while y'all still shooting and everything at some point. I'm claiming to putting it out in the, in the universe. And Kiki, hey, thank you, you know so what? much. Huh?
3: Yeah. I said, yeah, no, we can
1: definitely set that up. Okay, that's that's awesome. I, I love you guys and, and Kiki, and I didn't tell the audience this, but I met Kiki. It's been over a year because I had my comedy club running, and I know you guys are getting off air, and I'm, I'm going to share with you because the good thing is this show is archived. I only got about 15 more minutes, so I'm going to be on air so tomorrow, when you guys have some time or whenever, um, check back in because I'm gonna talk about y'all while y'all not on air. But it's gonna be good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But oh. I just want to tell you, thank you so much, guys. Uh, these three individuals are awesome, and uh, thank you so much, Kiki. I'm not gonna hold you no more. No more. We'll talk over the weekend. But just have a safe uh, Memorial Day, okay?
3: Thank you too, Sunny. God bless you. Thank you so much.
1: God bless you, sweetheart. Bye bye.
3: Okay. Bye bye.
1: Guys, this has been a awesome, uh, awesome show. If you've been listening and tuning in, we went on air at 8 o'clock this evening. And just so you know, this show is archivable 24-7 on demand on com. And I want to share a little bit with you about these guys and just some of the other things because, you know, everybody's... Um, you know, kind of scattered and moving around and doing their thing. But the show, for better or worse, is on. Uh, is one of Tyler Perry's um, shows. He's also going to have two new shows that's coming out on OWN. And um, I'm just so proud of what's going on. You know, my background, just to kind of share with you guys. Um, I actually uh, attended an art college myself. Got my um, undergrad degree in video and film. I started my masters while I was at SCAD. And uh started in media and performing arts with the emphasis in performance, and in the midst of all of that, I also played basketball, so I played professional basketball um which at the time I was playing for my college and and I'm gonna share this little tidbit and talk about some perseverance on my own um, At the time I was at scad uh Bernie Casey, who's a profound actor uh he's been um he's also a professional athlete, played football, he's a painter um he was our board of trustees at scad when i was attending the school um as an artist uh, he um was a contributing factor for a lot of things going on at scad and at the time when i was actually a student uh, at scad i remember um just how you know these guys were just telling you just how you know spirit god has a has a path for you you know and it sometimes we forget or we don't remember what our desires of our hearts are. And I was reading something the other day that made a a reflection that, you know, if you're trying to figure out where you want to be, what it is that you want to do in life, and you just stump, you don't really know how to get there, what um, they suggested that you do is to reflect as a child. What is it as a child that you used to do all the time? And if you can't reflect on yourself, ask friends or family who knew you as a child, what is it that you did constantly and for me, I was cutting the food from I don't know. Remember, I was doing little one man shows, or I was I was holding the room's attention in any any capacity in which I could. So at one point, um, when I was at Scad, I remember uh, Ren Brown, who's an actor, and, and Bernie Ren actually invited me to dinner. I have a I had a close I have a close relationship with the presidents of the college, and they invited me to this dinner. And lo and behold, kind of like Kiki and, and Coco's moment. I come to dinner, and I'm sitting at the table with Ren Brown, Bernie Casey, Angela Bassett, her husband, Courtney Vance, Kevin Eubanks from The Tonight Show. At the time, he was dating a young lady by the name of Tammy Townsend, who's an actress, and uh, Michael T. uh, Williamson that played uh, Forrest Gump, Bubba Shrimp, and his wife. And I'm sitting here, I'm the only student, I'm sitting at this table at the Sapphire Grill in Savannah, and the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God, like, this moment, it just seemed so surreal. And I was the only student at the time at the table, and a friend of mine was there that worked for the college. So as we sat there dining, and I remember having this moment of feeling like, okay, what do I do? I'm playing basketball. I want to play professionally. I want to, you know, I want to act. I want to do these things. And, they incur- you know, I, I just kind of looked puzzled. At the time, Angela had just wrapped shooting um, why How I felt I got her groove back. And she was sitting there telling me candid things that happened on set and some of the things that was going on. And she said, you know, and I just told myself, I'm just kind of stuck, don't know what to do. And Bernie said to me, he said, you know what, Sabrina, you got forever to, you know, come back to school and finish your degree if you want, because I was at a master's level, and here I am feeling like, you know, I had all this gratitude in the world. This is my education. I'm grateful for the opportunities here. Didn't want to feel like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, but I went on ahead, played ball for some years, and now, you know, we fast forward we're talking about up to you many years later. I ain't gonna tell you my age. But <laughs> here it is now I, I I come back full circle into media and, you know, marketing and performing arts and, you know, production and, you know, now I feel like what I've done has not been in vain. Now I understand more so how this little black girl from Chicago on the South side playing basketball with the boys, only girl on the court, you know, out here all the time of day and night. Uh, not really knowing where my life was going to take me, now it makes more sense. Now I can have a better understanding of, you know, what my direction is. So perseverance is the thing that I put forth to these guys and ask them, you know, their testimony about this. And um, I got a caller here that wants to talk. Let me let them go ahead and talk a little bit. Carly, you're on the line in the studio with Sonny. Hello.
2: Hello.
1: Hi.
5: How you doing?
1: I'm gracious. How are you?
5: I'm doing great. I was just listening to your show, and I, I really enjoyed it. This is my first time.
1: Oh, thank you. Brother-in-law, I can recognize your voice. How you doing, sir?
5: I'm doing fine. Here go your sister, too. Say hey, baby. Hey,
2: my girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, girl. What you doing here? <laughs> y'all, look, y'all, who was that?
1: <laughs> oh my nephew in the background. Oh
2: hey Poo Poo. Hey.
1: Hey. Hey man. <laughs> awesome. I've had the family connection. On Pam was on earlier and now I got my sister. And all.
2: Hey y'all. So what you
1: what want you to doing? say? I know you wanted to talk in. Tell me, share, share, your, share your
2: thoughts. Yeah, I that. Alright,
1: give me the phone. Okay, that's my nephew telling me where he's going to be when he grows up. Absolutely. This is what happens.
3: (laughs) So,
1: uh, with that take, so does that mean he's going to get the next role?
2: (laughs)
5: So.
1: Well, have you guys been listening? Have you had an opportunity? Have you enjoyed the show thus far?
5: Yes, I actually got a chance. I didn't get a chance to hear. Is the Coco, but i I got a chance to hear the uh the lady that's the actress uh, with Tyler Perry show, yeah, yeah, all
1: of them, all of them are part of the cast for better or worse, and uh Kiki was who you heard last, Kiki Haynes,
5: okay, yeah, she kind of inspired me, you know as she says you know she uh she went not knowing that Tyler Perry would be there, you know, but a lot mm. of times you know uh when you're going through auditions, you know no matter what kind of entertainment it is. You just never know who may be there or who's connected to who or who's plugged to whoever. So, you know, it's a blessing. I, I really hope that she really moves forward and has a great career, and I hope that anyone who is listening uh, who is headed in, in a direction where they got to go to follow would take that as some kind of inspiration.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. I mean, um I was gonna to say too, you know, these guys. I met Kent and Kiki. I, I've known Coco longer, but I met Kiki and uh, Kent last year. And uh, one of my best friends, Atari, shout out Um, She came into the city, called me, and we all came together. And when I tell you they're they're great people, they're beautiful people. Like you know, when you physically meet people, you know, a lot of a lot of times people have personas of Hollywood actors. And, you know, a lot of times it's negative, you know, they feel like they're not approachable or somebody may, you know, um, feel intimidated to where they can't speak to them. These guys are not like that at all. When I tell you that they're just pure love of butter, I mean, I just think that, you know, Kent, you know, I met Kent and, you know, I I had no clue of Kent's history. And, and, I mean, you know, He's the most humble and, 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 and uh, modest person. But this guy is a, a, a real, he has real real uh, portfolio out of this world. He's an actor, a director, a writer, a producer. He's produced, he's got over 52 titles as an actor. He's been wow. on SCIS. Uh, he's been on Family Time. He's been on um, Days of Our Lives, one of my mother's favorite soap operas. Uh, uh, false Illegal, legal Lincoln <laughs> Heights. Desperate Housewives, he's been on uh, CSI, Miami, you know, Um, and and the list just continues to keep going, and I'm like, you know, you see someone, you know, who tells you, hey, I'm I'm just a, you know, young man from North Carolina, and, you know, when I was younger, this is what I saw, and I I knew that I wanted to do and I connected with it, and to see yourself get to that point is just an awesome blessing, you know, it lets you know that you're in alignment.
5: Absolutely. So...
1: First all, thank you for sharing that. Any, you know, and I'm gonna tell this this, all our listeners. If you just tuned in, you can actually listen in online at loudmouthradio.com, and all our shows are um, available for archive, 24 seven. You can download them, listen to them on your player if you're at work, you know. And like you know, Coconut said, you know, you could be at work, or Kent. I think Kent made the point of saying this that, you know, even if you're working a job that's doing what you need to do to fund what you want to do. You know, don't be discouraged. Um, stay Absolutely. with what it is that you feel in your heart that you want to do. Because sometimes you see and want to do things, maybe God has put something in your heart that nobody else will understand or see. But that does not mean that you can't achieve it.
5: Absolutely. Awesome,
1: awesome, awesome. Sounds Any, good.
6: Anything
1: else you guys would like to share at all? Uh, nothing other than that. We
5: love you, and, you know, we support you, and we know you'll support us in our dreams, you know, uh <laughs> Everybody got to start somewhere, but uh, I, I think this may be the beginning of something great for you because, I, I mean, anyone who knows something knows that you just have a glow on you that just says that one day you're going somewhere great, and, and, and you're on your way, and, and your family, we love you, we support you in anything and everything we do.
1: Oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much, and I love you guys, too. And y'all kiss my mommy for me, okay?
5: She, she told me to call. I said, don't let me forget the call, sis. You got to throw that support
6: up.
2: <laughs> okay,
6: cool. <laughs> I appreciate that message. <laughs>
1: sure, sure, Jazzy, we said hello, y'all have a good night. Call us when you get out there. I sure will. Thank you so much, love. Guys, this has been awesome. I, I think that, you know, um, in the studio, so if you don't know, this is my first night for this show, and I couldn't have wished for it any better um, you know, I think that um, it's important that you know. You know, there's a lot of things in the media that's portrayed. That you know, I'm the, I'm not one of those people that really like to watch the news all the time because it's so heavy. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's real. as what's going on in the world, but I don't want to take all of that in. You know, I I, I really try to keep. Um, you know, uplifted and, and things of, you know, of uh, good nature as best as I can and, and allowing that to interject into my mind and into my spirit. So, you know, this show itself um, has done very well, um, you know, and it's growing. You heard from the cast member talk about the, their actual characters candidly and how they've recognized how their characters have developed. And, you know, the one thing I can say about, uh you know, and this is the reason why this show is is existing for me because I love the art of acting and expression you know i'm a i'm a I'm a true artist in so many areas, and I think that it's so important that you know all of us you know act in some form of form of fashion in our life. Don't tell me you working at Walmart you ain't in that checkout line and you got somebody nasty and rude, and you somebody be grinning and smiling and saying, how can I help you? If you're a customer service manager, you got to take over a customer that's cussing you out, that's letting you have it. you got to put on that actor's hat for Walmart. And then when they walk away, you say, I should have dropped it on my head when I had to watch it because we ran on
2: surveillance.
1: <laughs> but, you know, um, the ability to be able to have an alter ego or um, to be able to identify with a role um You know, I remember Oprah talking about her wanting to be on Color Purple. And, uh, you know, they show her, um, like I had never seen her actually do the audition, but there was an audition video that Steven Spielberg recorded of her um, auditioning for that role, and she knew that she wanted to be a part of it. She didn't know how it was going to happen, but she knew she wanted that part. And, you know, when you can see and witness a transformation of a person acting, and it was so funny when – the Performing Arts Department started at my college because it wasn't there when I first started. So I automatically went to video and film and learned from, you know, behind-the-camera perspective. And I said, well, if I can do nothing else, I can learn from, you know, behind-the-camera but I know I wanted to be in front of it. So it's it's become a balance for me because I've learned the technical aspects of things and learned how to, you know, create a story and things of that nature. But one of the things I always used to do, I always used to use the monologues from The Color Purple when when, uh, when uh, Sophia was sitting at that table, honey, and she was busting out laughing, and she was just cracking up and rocking, and then that chick stopped and converted and was like, you know, and she just went, poked guys on them, you know, <laughs> and started talking about how, you know, all her life she had, the fight, you know, the transition. And that is how things are in our life. We have to recognize that there's things in your life that's going to happen and you're going to think that, you know, maybe you're in this one place. I mean, relationships. How, of us, how many of us have relationships where we thought everything was good, we're married, or, you know, we're in love, we're together, we're building stuff, and thing You know, you're flipping the script or something else happens, and it's it's a different story. So you have to know how to deal with um, obstacles. You need to learn how to deal with difficulties. And, and these are some of the things that, um, you know, even from the art of acting allows us as regular people because um, actors are still regular people too uh, To be able to initiate Things like this in our personal lives And um, one of the things that I think is so important I think Deepak Chopper wrote about this In um, in one of his books Is that we take life too seriously We take ourselves too seriously um, Even in the midst of things So we lighten up on ourselves We'll find even in the midst of some kind of craziness You can find some way to laugh about it So I just think that it's awesome uh, that we can see, um, you know, shows like this per- persevere, which was my my word of the evening, perseverance, to persevere and conti- continue to keep going in a path in which, um, you know, Tyler Perry sees this show going. So I applaud each and every one of these guys. I applaud Tyler Perry. I applaud Oprah for having the knack and the relationship to saying, Tyler, come on over here with me let's get it in. So I wanted to ask and encourage you guys to follow this show, um, if you go to loudmouth.com and also loudmouthradio.com, you'll see their information. So if you miss their social network handles, you can actually get that information right offline. And as I get ready to close, only got a minute left here. I just want to thank our sponsors, Digimo Printing. Um, I want to thank uh, Fletcher & Sons, all of these guys are spectacular in what they do. And um, I just think that it's important that we be an inspiration and we be the change that we wish to see in the world. So what I'm going to do is just do a befitting thing and close out the show with my friend's song, India, Cocoa Butter. See you guys next week, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Check out our shows. Y'all have a great night.